Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayez. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Was salatu was salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala ahli baytihi at-tayyibin at-tahirin. Arguably the most difficult thing when it comes toward religion. This goes across all different faith traditions is maintaining a sense of spirituality throughout the entirety of our lives. Most people on the outside looking in, they see that people of religion or that people of faith are always at an incredibly high sense of God consciousness and piety at every phase and at every moment of their lives. When in reality, we have to understand that people go through different ups and downs and struggles to really maintain the relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of their abilities. During the month of Ramadan, we see that we have an opportunity to work toward building out a sense of consistency when it comes toward building this relationship with God. But then again, we're also going to have our own slips and falls in the midst of these days and nights. And probably after this blessed month of Ramadan is going to pass, again, the reality is such that many of us are going to take a look back and say, hey, I messed up this day or that day or the previous day, and I wish I could have taken it back. But of course, there is no taking it back. But that shouldn't be a moment where we despair for our past, but rather look to see how we can empower ourselves in terms of building out our future. When it comes toward the month of Ramadan in specific, most people, they have a sense of family, belonging, community that surrounds them so they're slowly able toward building their relationship with God communally. But a lot of times, isolated people, marginalized individuals from within our communities, they don't necessarily have that same sense of building out that link and connection with God that many of us, for instance, might do so. There are, for instance, parents of young children who are so busy with their kids that they don't even have time to think about their fast. Or during the month of Ramadan, when we perform a lot of recommended prayers and acts of worship, they just don't have the energy to do any of that. There are pregnant mothers, even if they might be fasting, they're more concerned with their child or due to the difficulty of the pregnancy. Again, they're unable to form a connection and a link with God that they might have formed in years previous to their pregnancy. In our communities, we have converts and members who are new to their respective communities who are very quickly isolated and marginalized. And again, they're unable to create a friend circle during the month of Ramadan when so much of what we do is with community and the social aspect of the month of Ramadan is so emphasized within Islamic tradition. We see converts, for instance, or people who move to the city uh, who are not with uh, you know, who don't have any family or don't have or or or, don't, or who don't have any sort of social network, have incredible difficulty in terms of maintaining that spirituality. Then you find people who are just starting to engage in religion. It's their first time fasting. It's their first time praying. It's their first time experiencing the month of Ramadan since they were children. And again, when they see the way that things are, oftentimes they don't get engaged as quickly as they might wish. And then there are the elderly or ill, people who just can't fast during the month of Ramadan. Often we speak so much in terms of the relationship between the month of Ramadan and fasting, when we have to realize that the month of Ramadan is a lot 
more than fasting. It's also the month of prayer, it's the month of worship, it's the month of giving and charity. But most importantly, again, it's the month of cultivating our own si- our own selves, um, staying away from sin, staying away from vice, and completely changing our character. But nonetheless, even if we're not within these groups of people, we go through ups and downs when it comes toward our building of our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's really, really easy to just quit in terms of our own evolvement in regards to our faith. Most people have challenges maintaining a sense of equilibrium with their spirituality. But it's important to understand that this is not a problem that you have, but it's something which every single one of us happen to struggle with. And and in reality, that's just a failure toward really diagnosing issues concerning our own souls. But the fact that we're listening toward this conversation, that we're making even a small incremental effort during the month of Ramadan, we can at least say that we're making our best effort toward becoming a spiritual creation. So a couple of thoughts in regards to some things that we can do when we are amongst these groups of people or in reality when we're just in this game of really engaging with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during this month and during these days, in terms of building out that relationship, in spite of its challenge, and in spite of its difficulty. The first thought is that this journey toward getting closer toward God is going to be incredibly difficult. No one ever said that fulfilling our responsibility to God was going to be easy. Just like no one said college was going to be easy, that marriage was going to be easy, or that raising children was going to be easy. And in reality, every single one of those things comes with their own challenges, their own ups, and their own downs. But nonetheless, they're all incredibly difficult things. The greatest of God's creations had unique challenges and obstacles themselves that they had to face. When you take a look at the prophets of God as mentioned in the Quran, when you see the story of Abraham, or you see the story of Noah, or Moses, or Jesus, or the Holy Prophet wasallam, you see the challenges that they had in terms of dealing with their communities and so on and so forth. And when we take a look at certain specific personalities, even who weren't prophets in Islamic tradition, who achieved such incredible spiritual successes, we see that oftentimes the odds were stacked up against them. In the early days, we see people like Bilal, and as the centuries move forward, we see personalities like Hurra bin Yazid al-Riyahi, who on the day of Ashura switches from the army of Amr bin Sa'ad towards supporting Sayyid Shabab Ahl al-Jannah, the, great, the grandson of the Holy Prophet of God, Hussein ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib. Of course, our obstacles are far different, but we need to put forth an effort and recognize that we are going to go through downs, and probably a lot of them, and the challenges on the path toward getting closer toward God are just a reality. So the first thing that we need to be cognizant of is that this journey is going to be really, really difficult. The second thing that we need to understand is that we can never give up. Spirituality, you see, is a lot like exercising. When we decide to change our health, we begin to alter our diet and start exercising, and many of us know exactly how challenging that is. The first day is something to forget. The first couple of weeks, we want to give up every single second that we're at the gym, every single second that we're running and huffing and puffing and eating all that salad and that grilled chicken when everyone else around us is eating cake and muffins and fries. It's really, 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 really hard. 
the minute that we give up, we've just thrown away all of our hard work into the trash can. If we give up in the midst of this process, we miss out on all the bodily success that we have the potential to attain by putting forth that effort during the hard times when we're eating healthy, when everyone else isn't, or when we're at the gym, when everyone else is sleeping. But when someone is accustomed to healthy eating and exercising regularly, it's really difficult to go back toward those bad habits. Like exercise, our souls, our hearts, our spiritual dimension, they also need training. You can't go to the gym, eat a salad, and overnight turn into LeBron James. It takes time and it takes effort. Similarly, our spiritual dimension. Every effort that we put in is one step in this incredibly grueling journey. So the second thing that we need to be aware of is that we can never give up. In spite of all of the difficulties that we have in maintaining that equilibrium when it comes towards spirituality, don't give up. Try your best. When you fall, get back up. And that brings me to point number three. And that is that we are going to slip and we are going to fall sometimes. Part of the process is to fall. And it's a reality that we're going to mistake, to make a bunch of mistakes once or twice or thrice in a while. Similarly, when we go back toward this example of exercising or dieting, so many of us, again, who have probably been through that experience, we're going to go back and we're not going to go to the gym or exercise for weeks, if not months at a time. We might fall back on our bad habits of eating and so on and so forth. But as long as we learn from our mistakes and turn back toward God, we have to understand that there is progress, even again, if it might be really small. Because God says in the Quran, And surely God loves those who repent. So whenever we fall, whenever we make that mistake, whenever we're not mindful of the presence of God, whenever we're absent in terms of our God consciousness, of our Creator, of the heaven, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, know that it's okay. But once we realize where we've made lapses, then we need to be repent. We need to be in a state of repenting to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and like He says, that He loves you. He loves the one who repents to Him. And fourthly, and finally, we need to understand that this path toward being a spiritual creation requires a whole lot of striving. In reality, we are climbing a mountain that is void of a summit because the process never ends. You can never be content with where you are because there is always an opportunity to continue to grow and mature in regards toward your link with God. So we need to keep striving and putting forth our best effort and pray that God accepts the little that we have to, that we have to offer. Which is why it is said that the Holy Prophet, السلام, he would pray so much in the middle of the night and he would fast during the months of Rajab and Sha'ban and of course the month of Ramadan in their entirety. And when people would go toward the prophets of God and the Holy Prophet himself, sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi, and they would say, Oh Rasulullah, why are you putting so much effort? You are the God's greatest creation as we've been taught. Why do you put so much effort? You're acting like a slave. To which the Holy Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would respond, and who is more of a slave than I? Because he realized that though he's God's greatest creation, he needs to continue to put forth an effort and continue to strive if he wants his station to be elevated. 
So even if we think that we got it, even if we think that we're in a good sort of mode uh, in terms of building out our connection and our link with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that there's always more to do. And this month of Ramadan, if you never prayed, then now is the time to start praying. If you never fasted, then these are the days to start fasting. But if you pray all the time, then now is the day, for instance, where you start to pray on time. If you've always fasted during the month of Ramadan, then make sure that you're adding additional acts of worship. Because realize, when we take a look at our own hearts and our own souls, there's always an opportunity to make progress. And inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, during these blessed days and nights of the holy month of Ramadan, will give us the tawfiq, the divine help and support, so that we're able to build out that link with God, and that He accepts our deeds, inshallah. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu ala Muhammadin wa ahli bayta tayyibin al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter at Fayaz Jaffer and look out for him on Facebook.